October is quickly approaching. So I wanted to pop in and make sure you get a super special invite to attend my next radical self-love retreat happening in Puerto Vallarta, Mexico. We're going to spend a week having fun in the sun while also bonding, doing healing work, riding ATVs, having Reiki performed on us, getting massages, doing yoga every day, overlooking the ocean. We're going to be eating delicious food, visiting private beaches, not to mention Mexico is the easiest country to travel in and out of right now, which is nice. So if you've been having the itch to travel or to work with me, this is your chance that only happens one or two times a year. I promise you there is no other retreat out there like this. And there is no other retreat out there that comes with a full month of free coaching with me and access to my Radical Self-Love online course so you can get started with your Radical Self-Love journey before you even attend the retreat. The last two retreats we had were so magical. You can see a bunch of testimonials at kelseyaida.com retreat. The sooner you apply and secure your spot, the more time you'll have to take advantage of the payment plan too. So I would not wait on this opportunity. Visit kelseyaida.com retreat to learn more about the retreat and reply today. I cannot wait to see what magical women will be in attendance this time because literally every time it's like a soul sister group who comes and it is so healing so fun and so awesome so go to kelseyaida.com retreat to apply if you bring a friend you each save 500 dollars. also now's a good time to take advantage of pay plan if you need one so hit me up let me know i hope you can make it hello and welcome back everybody welcome to high vibe in it the most awesome podcast ever just kidding there's so many awesome ones but we're one um, of it's them, pretty I good like though <laughs> and we are here as always to help make your life easier to help you raise your vibration in a really authentic and empowering way and to help you just live your best life and release resistance and manifest all your genuine desires and today we have a very very lovely guest miss janine staples and she is a soul scholar a courage coach and founder of the supreme love project which i would love for her to explain to us what that is because i don't even know what it is but it sounds really cool and yeah janine i'm gonna hand it over to you thanks for being here Thank you, Kelsey. Thank you, Lindsay. It's so great to be here. I appreciate the invitation. Um, I think your first question is, what is the Supreme Love Project? Tell us. So SLP is an emotional justice initiative. So we um, provide the tools um, that's required for smart, successful women to get out of toxic relationships that don't work and get into a deeply empowered relationship with herself and with God and to get more out of life and love than she ever imagined. And so we call it an emotional justice initiative because we understand based on my years of research and my own experience that privileging the interior lives of women um, is about creating justice for the lives and the love stories of women. Mm, Damn, I like that. Also, I, also- I just want to point out that you're so poetic. I was stalking your Instagram to do a little research before we had you on the show. And I was like, everything she says, it sounds so good. It's like a poem. Like all of her words are art. So I just wanted to throw that out there and give you that recognition and compliment yeah. because I love it. And one of the things that, that struck me when I was reading through um, what you've written was you don't teach women how to get a man. You almost like, recoil at that phrase but instead 
you teach them how to get themselves so that they can get whatever they want. And I just thought that was so powerful and so obvious when you think about it. But most of us, you know, especially if you're on the search for love, if, if you're trying to get that part of your life fulfilled, that's, you're, you're like, okay, what do I need to be in order to get a man? You know what I mean? And the approach that you have is just so refreshing. And, it, and it's a different way, I think, to say, love yourself, and then you'll be able to love someone else. Because that's so played out, I think. You know, it's so cliche. People don't even hear it anymore. It's like white noise. But saying, get yourself so that you can get whatever you want. Like, oh, it just, it's the right words in the right order that just hits you. You know what I mean? Yeah, so exactly. that was great. I love that so much. I'm really glad that that resonates with you, Lindsay. So because we're called the Supreme Love Project and we cater to women, a lot of times just the word love, this is how hungry and thirsty we are. As soon as a woman just hears the word love, she automatically thinks relationship with a man. Like, I'm going to get a man. I'm going to learn to keep him. I'm going to learn to flirt and text. And I'm going to learn to like date and marry and get that ring before spring. Like, I'm going to get all the things I need, you know, so that I can be valid. You know, I, I just want to be validated in my womanhood. We live in such a patriarchal society that a lot of times women, even the smartest, strongest, most sensitive, most loving, um, most powerful women don't realize the subconscious programming that's etched into our consciousness, which says you're not complete if you don't have a man. You're not done if you don't have a man. And there's even something deeper on the subterrain of the subconscious that says um, you're not real mm. if you don't have a man. You're not even yeah. here. That's crazy. I think there's also too, there's the programming. And then there's like, if you have a feminine essence, I feel like that part of you is always going to want to be claimed by a masculine essence. Mm -hmm. And it's like this natural thing, like claim me. Like, I think that has to do with like the ring thing that you were talking about. So that's not a natural. I like to be like really clear about language because I am a yeah. professor of literacies. And so I'm very, very, very careful about language. So it's not necessarily that on our subterrain, we want to be claimed. That's a socialization. That's actually something the patriarchy socializes into us that we have a want and a desire and a need to be claimed. That's etched in. It's not necessarily that's innate or inherent. What's actually innate and inherent to the human experience is to connect, not to be claimed. It's to connect. There's I would agree because I grew up knowing, even as a kid, like I'm never taking my husband's name. Of course, I always knew I was going to get married, but never taking my I'm just, I'm not, I'm just not that type to be like, I think it, for me in my marriage, it's, it's more like here where I just, if, if he ever said, or if I ever had to feel like he was claiming me to me, it sounds bad, but I completely know where Kelsey's saying it is in a different light of like being taken care of, being nurtured, being, um, held. Right. Yeah. And for me, yeah. it's just like, nah, <laughs> Well, that's not natural for me at all. Claim. Because the word for someone to claim you, it sounds horrible the way that the word like claim a caveman or, claiming. Well, and <laughs> the problem is like ownership. People haven't been taking ownership of each other in a healthy way for a long time, right? People use like the concept of ownership to control. But in my view of like a healthy claiming, like let's say I claim my sister as someone that I love, that means that her well-being is my well-being and she matters to me and how she feels matters to me. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to make choices that are going to affect her and I beneficially because she's a part of me. I've claimed her as a part of myself or like a lot of men take right. the ownership of their car 
than their woman and they will clean it and they will tend to it and they will wax it and they will take care of it. And then the woman is like, what the fuck? You take better care of your car than you do of me. That's just an example of like bad claiming versus good claiming, I guess. So when I mean by claiming, I mean like positive ownership, like this crystal is mine. So I'm going to take great care of it because I love it. And it's a part of me. Does that make sense? It does make make sense. sense. And I'm going to push back because here's Mm -hmm. the thing. There's a lot of ways that we're socialized into an idea that even um, the the dynamic that you're describing is something healthy or to be desired. And there isn't any bad or wrong here actually in the conversation. It's not even about bad or wrong. It's really about... completely understanding the terms that we're using, right? how those terms actually reify, which means to like reaffirm and re-entrench our thoughts. It creates this amazing cycle that if we're not aware of it, it can really run and ruin your whole life. So instead of claim, which I completely get, listen, I was the, listen, I wanted to be chosen so badly when I was a codependent. I was the head of the pick me Olympics. <laughs> gold medal many oh my goodness here. and so that whole thing about claiming was a really big thing for me and in my interior life the, the desire that I had to be claimed was so 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 crucial I didn't realize until I gained some experience and also really went into a completely um grounded journey with myself which is what we facilitate in the supreme love project I didn't realize <clears throat> what that need and that drive was doing Mm -hmm. like what kind of vibration it was manifesting in me what kind of men it was drawing to me um what it was actually doing to my own sense of autonomy agency and wholeness in my singularity like to be self-partner was impossible because i had this huge big hole saying claim me (laughs) choose me and i didn't understand why I felt so hungry, why I felt so needy, why I felt so thirsty, why I felt so um, vacuous. There was like a voided space Mm -hmm. in me until I got to connected to that idea of claiming and started to reorient myself around it. And so I get claiming, I get feeling chosen. I know what it does for a woman or a girl who has that hole uh, and who has that socialization. I just like to introduce different words though. If we say connection and if we say commitment, there's something else that happens energetically to a woman um, that's really powerful. When we say, my desire is for connection or my desire is for commitment, uh, my desire is for collaboration, um, what we then actually put into effect is a consciousness that says, I'm whole and I'm visible and I'm here and I'm seen and I am looking for other eligible healthy, like-minded matches that I can resonate with and vibrate with. And so instead of saying, claim me, claim me, claim me so that I can feel seen, so that I can feel chosen, so that I can feel whole, so that I can feel desired and therefore feel um, the fullness of myself, we do something different energetically when we say, I'm available for connection. I'm open to commitment. I'm considering my options based on what is 
appropriate and -hmm. worthy of me. It's definitely a different energy. And it actually is something that if, if a woman chooses that energy, um, it's, it's something that we can be coached into. We can, we can be etched into that consciousness and then make it our own and fully integrate. And the benefits of that shift are immeasurable, Kelsey, like immeasurable, the sense of wholeness and health and vitality and um, wisdom and safety that comes from the shift is just, it's worth everything. It's worth everything. Yeah, so, I like that perspective and I like those words because it um, it makes it more inclusive, right? Like the part of you that wants to be claimed is just one part of you. But what you're really after is the connection, the co-collaboration, the partnership, whatever it is. Um, and something that I always tell my clients to do is like, okay, what is the purpose of the relationship? What do you actually want it for? You know, do you want it for a partnership? Do you want it for a commitment? Do you want it for fun? Do you want it for exploration? Do you want it for kids? Like, you know, once you get clear about those desires, it becomes so much easier. And honestly, I love your approach because I feel like the work that you're doing kind of describes what I did to find my partner now, because you don't know my story, but I'll tell you a little bit so you can understand like my ex before, well, I've had a couple like rough relationships, but the last one was so dramatic in the way it played out. It was like a soap opera. It was the running and chasing dynamic. It was please like need me. Oh, I'm going to love you into being less fucked up and blah, blah, blah. (laughs) And you know, I'm sure, you know, just from this language, you can it. pick up the whole vibe. So <laughs> it was bad, needless to say. Well, it was a learning experience, but it felt bad. And um, when that was over, I was just in pieces. And I really had to learn to like support myself through it all and to really like own the parts of myself that I had always pushed away or disowned or found unlovable because I found that the qualities in me that I had always deemed unlovable, they kept showing up in my partners. And I felt like it was the universe's way of being like, hey, we want you or the universe wants you or you want you to learn how to love these parts of yourself. But since you can't do it in yourself, it's sending you people that have these qualities so you can love them, right? And that's like the whole conundrum of it all because you're like, oh gosh. And then it gets harder because it's like external weird relating and it's actually I think easier in some ways to learn how to love those parts of yourself than to have to manifest an entire relationship just to learn those lessons of self-love yeah it's going to be challenging either way right that's and true so one of the things that I it's going to be I mean there's it's just it's six in one hand half a dozen in the other the idea is that you're what you're saying Kelsey is you know learn the fragmented disowned orphan wounded parts of you that have been banished that have been judged that have been crucified and 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 just um diminished in your own sight or meet the fragmented disowned orphan wounded parts of someone else and okay. learn to respect and value and have patience and compassion with that person it's going to be challenging no matter what. One of the things that I've learned is that so many women um, attempt to short circuit and you know do this whole thing around hacking. Like let's hack the system and just like speed it up and get it over with and let's just be done with the journeying uh, and the going into myself and learning to partner with the parts of myself that I want to excommunicate. And you know what I would say to a woman who's in that situation is like, If you feel like you're suffering, 
And if you feel like you're in struggle, love, struggle, love, if you feel like you have a clear pain pattern, like I had a clear pain pattern. I was like, wait a minute. I listen, it's narcissist after narcissist Mm. after narcissist. It's codependent after codependent after codependent. It's a dismissive avoidant after a dismissive avoidant after a dismissive avoidant. It's a fearful non-committal person after a fearful non-committal person. Like this is clearly my pain pattern. If you come to that space where you're just like, I think it's me. Some, <laughs> some women are not ready. Right. Some right. women are just like, it's men, it's men, it's men, it's men, or it's women. You know, um, mm-hmm. we do do a lot of work in heteronormative binaries. We, we think a lot about male-female relationships in SLP. But you don't have to. I mean, you can be queer. It doesn't matter. Like, whatever, whoever is the opposite sex partner or same-sex partner, whatever your romantic interest is, mm-hmm. if that person or the people in that group are the people you're pointing at, and there's just been a plethora of them, the common denominator is yeah. you. Which can be empowering if you're ready for it because it can, mm -hmm. right. And don't use that to blame yourself or shame yourself because that's not what we're saying. We're saying you can use this information in an empowering way because once you realize that you play a part in this, you can change your approach. Exactly. And that's the empowering thing. There is no shame. There is no Mm -hmm. blame. There's no accusation. There's no judgment here. There's nothing in here that's about disempowering women. What we're doing in SLP and in this conversation (laughs) is to really say, guess what? You have control and influence over the, over the where, the way your life unfolds, the way your love story graduates. It's not them. You don't have to wait for a man or friends, or your parents, or your colleagues, or your clients. You don't have to wait for anybody to throw you a lifeline, or Mm -hmm. to tell you that you're okay, or that you're worthy, or to show up and commit to you. You don't have to wait for anyone. You can start today. Because you are the leader of your life and your love story, you actually can turn around. You just need what I call the three C's. You need coaching, you need curriculum, and you need community. If you have those three things, you actually can change the whole game, top to bottom, start to finish. Mm. I love that. Hey guys, so as some of you might know, I have two cats. Um, I have tried, you know, getting the best litter for them and changing it out here and there. I have one cat that does not care what kind of litter he uses. The other one is very, very picky. So that's why we're so happy today to talk about Pretty Litter. If you haven't heard of it, you need to know more about this. So Pretty Litter is kitty litter reinvented. Unlike traditional litter, Pretty Litter's super light crystals trap odor and release moisture, resulting in dry, low-maintenance litter that doesn't smell. And I can actually attest to this. The low, the odor is so low compared to basically every other litter I've tried. And Pretty Litter is virtually dust-free because it's manufactured with specialized de-dusting process, um, less dust and no fuss, also very, very true. Listen, when I changed this out for my cats, they both took to it so easy. It basically looks so, it is very pretty. It looks like sand. It works like a charm. They love it and I love it. Pretty Litter arrives safely at my door in a small lightweight bag and lasts up to a month, depending on how many cats you have. Usually one bag will last that long. Now that I get litter bags auto-shipped, I don't need to deal with last minute trips to the store, which is such a relief and shipping is free. But above all else, here's why Pretty Litter is a pet parent hero because it has health indicators. Pretty Litter monitors my cat's health by changing colors when it detects potential underlying issues. 
So you won't find that kind of innovation in conventional litter. It actually changes color based on what could be going on with your cat. So it's a super huge thing that I haven't seen anywhere else. You guys definitely need to try this. Yeah. I mean, if I had a cat, I would definitely try it. I don't, but if I did, <laughs> I would definitely use Pritter, Pritter litter, pretty litter. litter. Cause it sounds like, I mean, even just the whole going to the store as a small person, lifting heavy bags <laughs> in and out of my car, just that alone has sold me that they're going to deliver it to my door. Like, yes, please. That sounds way better. So get the world's smartest litter without living home by visiting prettylitter.com and use promo code Vibin for 20% off your first order. That's prettylitter.com promo code Vibin for 20% off prettylitter.com promo code Vibin. Yes. And Lindsay, I know you're going to say something earlier, but I think I interrupted you because I was Girl, in Girl, you think I remember what I was going to say? <laughs> I don't know. It'll come back if it was important. <laughs> It'll <guess>. come back. <laughs> well, what does kind of come up as you're speaking, what, and I completely think I agree, is that there are default settings based on society and what we're kind of being trained to think is to get married, have kids, have this like social structure life that that is now I, I'm noticing and it's quite refreshing women, men, everyone's waking up to like, maybe I don't have to do that. But what, but my initial reaction is like, okay, so what about all the women and girls from my hometown that got married right out of high school? Like it feels like they're completely missing out. I got married when I was 26 and I feel like that was even old, but I will say I was very sure, you know, I wasn't, I, we both were just ready at that point. And I just feel like if it would have happened any sooner for me, I could very easily have fallen into a situation where I would look back and be like, holy crap, did I just make a decision based on what everyone else around me thought I should do? And therefore I thought I should do. Um, so it does kind of make me think of all the lost ones, <laughs> which, you know, I, I'm sure you wouldn't call them lost, lost but like, <laughs> all the ones who are, I mean, maybe, maybe could, maybe now would be the ones thinking like, well, crap now I'm in a marriage I don't want to be in or you know what would you say to them I guess I would say if we do our numbers there's about like 60% of people in the SLP are married they're in relationships right now mm. um, that are really significant or actually married marriages and what I say is your leadership in your life and in your love story can begin and end in any season Ooh. of your life and in any dynamic that you find yourself in. You're so generative and you're so powerful. You're such a co-creator with God. It doesn't matter what your status is, you can actually still shift. As long as you are open and available to doing the interior life work to create the exterior life result, you can get it done. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Start where you are, ladies and gentlemen. And yeah. no hate, by the way. I just, you know, if it were me for my life, I just feel like if it would have happened any sooner and it could have, and I look back and thank baby Jesus every day that it didn't because, oh my goodness. man, I don't even know. <laughs> me too, me too. I, right? When I think about the, um, the circumstances that I could have found myself in uh -huh. if I had... <clears throat> pushed forward to, as you say, Lindsay, essentially manifest that societal dream Yeah, that was really impressed upon me. Uh, I'm pretty sure my life would have been a complete and utter disaster. Um, and so, yeah, I'm very grateful. I'm very, very mm -hmm. grateful and very thankful. And I think 
a part of what we do in SLP, particularly in the Breakthrough School community, which is our flagship program, it's our 12-month flagship program, is we focus on getting women the tools, the resources, the support structures, the concepts, the strategies, the methods that they need to actually undo that bad programming, really connect and heal some of those trauma bonds that are in their skin around that bad programming, and come into a new consciousness so that they're making different decisions. So when you feel better, when you do better, when you be better, you're actually out in the world as the highest iteration of yourself operating at a high vibration. Um, and you're doing it with less soul-centered sisters who are on the same quest. You're basically unstoppable. Yeah, because yeah, when you know better, you're going to do better. And that's why you can't shame yourself for your past mistakes yeah. and past choices because you didn't know any better. And if you did know better, you would have done better. If you could have done better, you would have done better, but you didn't because that was the best you could do. So forgive yourself if you're beating yourself up for like being bad at choosing people. Cause I remember like when I got out of that toxic relationship, I couldn't, I was having such a hard time trusting myself. I was like, how could I yeah. choose this horrible partner who abandoned me and always criticized me and was so mean to me? Like, how could I have let this happen? Like I am an independent, strong woman who loves myself. Like what the F have I done with my life? And I was just like, how am I ever going to have like trust my meter like how am I ever gonna feel empowered in my choice because when I choose when I chose him I thought it was a good choice you know yeah. and then you get all confused and you start like not trusting yourself anymore so what would you say to women who have lost self-trust because they feel like they've been in so many bad situations one of the things that we do in the supreme love project is help you to understand the complexity of your personhood so a lot of women walk around and you think that you are your soul. Your soul is basically your, your brain yeah. um, or you're led by your soma. Your soma is your body. What we teach in the Supreme Love Project is that actually you're a spirit. Like you're a, you're a thought in the mind of God. Like you're Holy essence. crap. There's another one. There's another poetic bomb. There we go. Oh, I just, I just want to hear you talk for days. Keep going. Sorry. You are. You're a thought in the mind of God. So you're an expression of breath, you know, your holiness, like your essential beingness. And so you came here to actually do stewardship and residency. So you're a spirit stewarding a soul residing in a soma. So you're stewarding this soul that you have. Your soul is your meaning making center. It's where you actually ask questions, you create imaginations, you fantasize, you make declarative statements, that's your soul. You're stewarding it. As a spirit, you're stewarding it. You're governing and you're caretaker of multiple, multiple thoughts. And you're actually residing in the soma. You're just living in the skin that is changing and holding so much memory. Your, your soma is your memory making center. It's where you hold memory. Read this awesome book called The Body Keeps the Score. Great so you're book. actually- We're both We ready. both have that book. <laughs> both have that book. Yes. Awesome. As Lindsay pulls out the book, yeah. Yes. There it is for Patreon people right there. Yeah, that's what this is. That's what's actually going on. That's what we teach in the Supreme Love Project. And when you understand the the organization of your personhood and you really wake up to that consciousness, like, oh, I am actually a spirit and I'm stewarding this soul and I'm residing in a soma, you can actually form a relationship with yourself and get to know yourself in a totally different way. Mm -hmm. And so what you can do is you can meet the parts of yourself. We call them the fragmented, disowned, orphaned, wounded parts of your consciousness that actually may not um, be speaking a conscious language that you're aware of. That mm -hmm. part of you may be operating from a narrative that says you aren't good enough. 
and that you can't trust yourself and that you really need to tread lightly or you need to shrink or you need to um, uh, uh, beg or plead someone to like you. And what we teach is you can actually get to know that part of yourself and form an admiration for that part of yourself. Not try to change or fix or cajole or twist that part of you into submission at all. It's the ultimate agape love that you get to practice through yourself. But it's important to do that at a very deep subterranean level. And so what I say to people, Kelsey, to answer your question, a woman says, I don't know if I can trust myself. I don't wanna go out to date anymore. I don't wanna have any more relationships because look at my string of jerks. Just look at my lineup. If you really take a look at all the people that I've been involved with, you wouldn't trust me to make a decision either. <laughs> so why am I gonna try to make a decision? So what I say is, there was a fragmented and orphan wounded part of you or a clustering, probably a legion of you that actually made those choices and decisions. Mm -hmm. So you're responsible for them. They are, they're very telling of what's going on in your subterrain of where you self-identify on some level. The great thing is it's, those are not the only parts of you. Yes. There's more, there's more. There is aspect in your wholeness that is very, very deeply connected to spiritual guidance. That's very, very um, connected to holiness, very, very connected to like an aerial view of your whole story here on this planet. There is a part of you that is connected to wealth and wisdom and power and grace and compassion and brilliance. We just need to tune you into that part of you so that you can make decisions from that place and simultaneously connect you to an aspect of compassion and warmth and love and appreciation and even celebration for the part of you that created that lineup. Mm -hmm. It's a both and, it's not an either or, either or is poverty consciousness. Yeah. So we wanna do both and, that's multiplicitous, that's actually abundance consciousness, and that's what we teach. And that's what I would say to her. I would say, you're right to not trust yourself and you're right to trust yourself. Mm -hmm. Word. Yeah, I like what you're describing is a lot of what I do in my coaching work with women too is like, okay, let's interview this part from a place of curiosity, from a place of compassion. Let's see what it's trying to do for you, how it's trying to protect you, when it was born, why it's there, yes. what its yes. agenda is. And then once you learn that, you're like, oh my God, I love this little part of me. It's so yes. innocent. It's so pure. It's just trying to help me, even though it Absolutely. sucks at it, but it was just trying. Yep. <laughs> and yep. then you can have compassion you can have understanding and awareness and you don't have to yeah. blend with that part and like confuse yourself as that part like how you right. were describing you can come into your higher consciousness and be like this is one part of me this is what it was trying to do but I'm actually in charge and now that I'm aware of that I can make a different choice that's it and so what we do in Supreme Love Project is the Supreme Love Healing Methodology, which is our quantum level freedom technique that we teach in Breakthrough School, only in Breakthrough School. And there is a process, there's a method. So some women now, Kelsey might be like, wow, teach me how to do that. There's a method. There's actually a step-by-step -step process that you get to go through. And many different teachers have many different styles of it. SLHM is the style that we use um, in the Supreme Love Project's Breakthrough School experience. It is absolutely phenomenal at getting you to go into trance, go into subterrain, actually meet that part of yourself that's fragmented, disowned, orphan, wounded, that actually is crafting a sinking story that's keeping you stuck and form a relationship. And Hang on. Are you talking about hypnosis? So we don't do hypnosis. Okay. 
um, in SLP. It sounds like you do hypnosis. <laughs> yeah, I know. Cause I'm using words like trance and it's a meditative state. Uh-huh. So, um, no hate. Cause I'm a hypnotherapist. I do hypnotherapy. So yeah, I, the I'm language not, you're using is like, that's, that's fantastic. <laughs> I'm not a hypnotherapist. So I, I don't market myself that way. Right. I don't talk about myself that way. I'm an educational anthropologist. Mm -hmm. So I study culture. I study per, per, personhood. I study consciousness. And so the SLHM will take you into a mindfulness space. Mm -hmm. um, and I teach you instead of me making a suggestion for how you actually form um, sort of a, a journey in your consciousness, I actually provide the tools and you form the yeah. actual path for your hypnosis. Journey. I mean, so <laughs> most hypnosis, some hypnosis does is very suggestion based. Yeah. Uh, mine's a little bit more free. Like I, I like to let them create everything. So it sounds like, I, I mean, I get it. I get you. Go ahead. But the point is, it's but that, but that's real. Yeah. Creating that relationship. Real. It is very real. And one of the mm -hmm. things that we talk about in SL, SL, um, SLP is that the, the quick fixes, uh, yeah. um, are not going to serve you. So you might right. get a shot in the arm, for example, um, by doing some self care. Like, let's say you go to the spa and you get a massage and, you get a great mani-pedi and you got your hair done and you got your facial and you walk out feeling like you're on the top of the world. Well, of course you do because you smell good and you've been rubbed down and buffed up and shine and people have been smiling in your face and you've been hearing this glorious music speakers for like an hour and a half. Of course you feel great, but it's going to wear off mm -hmm. if you have not actually created an interior life shift. There is nothing in your exterior life that will stick. Nothing. So true. Nothing. Zero, zip, zil, nada, nothing. So trying to do a shortcut and say, I'm just going to like buy my Fendi bag and take myself to the Caymans, you know, and that'll help me to feel like the powerful, sexy, captivating woman that I know I am. She will, but it's temporary. So instead of trying to create an exterior life facade, in hopes of creating an interior life shift, do the opposite, which is the harder work, but it's more satisfying work mm -hmm. and do the interior work so that you can have the exterior shift. Mm -hmm. We always go from the outside in and that's the wrong direction. Doesn't it's the wrong direction. Work. It just Never. doesn't work. It doesn't. Nope. Yeah, no. it's not sustainable. Like you said, it doesn't last. It might work for a little. It might feel exciting. It might feel good. And there's nothing wrong with that except that yeah, it's great work. It's forever. really great for <laughs> industries and people in business that teach right. you that that's what you're supposed to do. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I even have this, um, a really, I think one of the most surprising things that I talk about that a lot of people feel surprised when I say as a coach, um, and as a scholar and as an educator is that I don't coach positive affirmations. That's one mm -hmm. example. Positive affirmations typically don't work. And actually, if you keep, um, an insistence around the positive affirmations when you're really traumatized, you actually re-traumatize yourself. And True. you absolutely do. And the reason is because it's just like the self-care. It's just like the mani-pedi. It's just like the massage. It's just like the facial. The self um, positive affirmation that you do with yourself is like you standing in front of the mirror saying, I'm happy, I'm loved, I'm so beautiful. I have everything I want. And the fragmented dissonance from wounded parts of you are just like, no, you don't. Yes. They're like, bitch, no. We <laughs> we work with affirmations, but we are very specific on, you can't just say, 
whatever. Like you have to know how you take in information, you know, from my aspect. And Kelsey loves to talk about, you know, when you're down here in like depression or sadness or non-believing in yourself and you try to say like, oh, I'm confident. Oh, I'm happy. You got to start where you are. And so choosing to talk to yourself, let me say it this way. Kelsey and I teach the way to talk to yourself so that it will get in where you need it to go versus just saying, I am rich. Of course, I'm 4'11". If I said to myself, I'm six feet tall, it's the same thing as saying I'm a billionaire. So you have to know that you're coming from a space that your your mind knows you're a lot, you're lying to yourself. So exactly. it's never going to get where it needs to go. So I'm right. glad that you brought that up. It's super important. Yeah. And so the hopeful energy that we all get to connect to is that we are truly limitless. We have this amazing capacity to build. We are co-creators with God and the, the divine. And we have multiple resources available. Mm-hmm. And that's where our hope is. That's where our hope is. I mean, we operate from a Judeo-Christian framework in the Supreme Love Project. So we're very Christ-centered. We're very in um, trenched in Christ consciousness. And when you start to get to understand spiritual dimensions and imperial logics from Christ consciousness, like from actual the Christ, like the Christos, it's amazing the amount of wealth and abundance and safety and security that's available to all human beings mm. and particular the particular abundances and wealth that's available to women as co-creators with God. Mm-hmm. So whole point is though even though we're telling you it's probably more challenging to do interior life work it might feel a little bit more scary to do interior life work it's definitely the better way to go and you have everything like literally right now you have everything that you need to be successful in the work Mm. hey you guys as always we definitely want to let you know about one of our favorite sponsors which is better help and better help is an online place where you can go to have professional therapy and counseling at a really affordable rate. BetterHelp has you take a little quiz. They match you with someone who is going to specialize in your goals, whether that's working through your anxiety or your depression, or if you have a certain goal in mind, or you just want to feel better overall, or maybe I know I used BetterHelp when I was going through or healing from a breakup, I should say. And you can never have too many resources and too many like support systems in your corner. You just can't do it. You can't go wrong with that. So that's why we love to recommend BetterHelp, especially because during these crazy times, I think it's nice for everyone to have a therapist on their side, (laughs) help you work through things, process things. And in under 48 hours, you can be communicating with your new counselor or therapist after you get matched up from taking the little quiz. And everyone on there is really knowledgeable, really professional and Let's say you get matched up with someone who you don't love. You can always switch professionals, which is really cool. And another great benefit to BetterHelp is that maybe in your area, you're limited to certain people who specialize in certain things, but BetterHelp is for people worldwide. So you're getting access to so many more resources than you could naturally have on your own in your city. So definitely check out BetterHelp. It is one of a kind and it is so helpful and very affordable. BetterHelp wants you to start living a happier life today. So visit betterhelp.com slash vibin. That's better com slash V-I-B-I-N and join over the million people who have taken charge of their mental health with the help of an experienced professional. We have a special offer for our High Vibinant listeners. You get 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com slash vibin. Once again, 
better, H-E-L-P.com slash V-I-B. Mm-hmm. Period. I, I just need a moment to take that yes. in. Especially with the community aspect, because mm-hmm. that's what makes a lot of programs work, right? Like AA yeah. programs or, you know, retreats or whatever it is, like the community aspect is so, so, so valuable because you can take a video course, you can read a book, but having like-minded people on the same journey as you there's just something to be said about that because it just cannot be replaced. That's Mm -hmm. awesome. It's awesome. So oftentimes, um, particularly because in SLP, we work with smart, successful women. Um, So these are women who are like you and me, like the people listening uh, who have degrees, who have traveled and who are well-read and who um, feel successful in so many areas of life and then are crashing and burning in relationships. And so Mm -hmm. there's this way of feeling embarrassed. And when you feel embarrassed and feel humiliated by your own choices in life and your own choices in love, uh, and you've got this collection of horror stories of abuses, violations. Kelsey, you talked about being in a relationship with someone who was mean to you. You know, I had that too. Someone who would be critical of me, judgmental of me, give me like backhanded comments, gaslit me. And Mm. I drew in multiple, that kind of partner multiple times. At the end of it, I felt really, really embarrassed because I was judging myself. I felt humiliated. And I felt the mismatched energy in my world. I was like, how can I have these degrees? And how can I be well-traveled and so read? How can I have all these certifications coming out the wazoo? How can I have a house and a car and a great career and still be drawing in so many mean, cruel, unkind, like um, gaslighting, cheating, lying, sadistic men. Like, how can I have this imbalance? And I felt so embarrassed and humiliated. And so what happens is that women go into hiding. So women who need the work most go into hiding and they sort of like pretend. You know, we're gonna pretend and we're gonna perform that everything's okay and I've got it all together. We might be a little bit sarcastic and a little bit catty to keep people at bay, a little passive aggressive to kind of like hide and keep people at a distance. And so when we find out, just like you're suggesting, Kelsey, that there's actually a community of women that can be trusted. Mm. There's a community of women who will not judge you, who will not be catty and nasty towards you, who won't point the finger at you and be accusatory towards you, who won't do lots of gasping and clutching of pearls, you know, (laughs) like at your sad story. You know, there, there are women who will reach out a hand and say, you're my sister. Let's do this. I can go pound for pound for you in horror stories and relationships. Nothing to be embarrassed about. Let's go. When you realize that there are women like that who operate in real sisterhood, it does make the hard work of interior life excavation so much sweeter and so much more powerful. Um, Just heartbreaking exquisite to have that kind of love, you know, in your life when you're going through a, a challenging change. Mm-hmm. Word. Love it. Wouldn't even know what to say. Know. That. We're just like, mm-hmm. yeah, just nodding our heads. <laughs> <sighs> it's so, just so, it's so good. 
it's just funny because I had all these questions here of stuff we were going to ask you, but I feel like we went through it all because I was going to ask, mm-hmm. why are so many amazing women settling for struggle love? And we kind of went into that in the beginning yeah. and then how to get off the struggle love bus or train, you know, and break those toxic cycles. We went into a little bit of that. Yeah. And uh, what else did I put here? How to, oh yeah. Okay. So we covered it all. So I love this. This is great. I think we should start (laughs) heading over to the Patreon to answer some more questions, get to know you a little bit better, pick your brain a little bit more. So anyone who wants to listen to the extended version of this episode can go to patreon.com slash high vibe. And before we go there, Janine, can you please share where people can join SLP, how they can work with you? Um, and all your resources that you have. Yeah. Do you have something coming up? I do. I thought you did put something. Okay. I do. We have, so you can go to Facebook and you can just search for the Supreme Love Project and you'll find our closed Facebook group and knock on the door, fill out the questions and we'll let you in. Um, I go live there pretty regularly. uh, And in just a week, a week from today, I don't know when this is actually going to air, but May 10th through the 14th, we mm-hmm. actually have a five-day challenge. It's called the Money, Power, Respect Revival, mm-hmm. where I, I teach you how to get your confidence and your cash back Bougie. after narcissistic abuse and codependency. You're going to want to join that challenge. It's free. It's live. You'll be in the Zoom room with me. I'll get to read your energetic core. I'll get to be walk you through like really five questions you get to ask yourself and respond to to actually support you in getting your money, your power, and your respect for yourself back word go do it guys that sounds awesome (laughs) so good we're gonna have a ball you're definitely gonna want to be in the room and we can send you the link for registration we we um cap at 500 i feel like we're at like 480 or something but we can um we can definitely the next 20 people you better get there But I love that you, and is this one of the things too, it doesn't matter what your relationship status is. It doesn't matter if you're married, single. So I gl- I'm glad that you made that clear because for me, if I were to just read this, I would be like, oh, well, I'm not single. So I guess I can't do it. But anybody can join and get some amazing insight results from you. So I think that's so fantastic. It doesn't have to be one thing. No, it doesn't need to be one thing. And so, you know, this is our enrollment season for Breakthrough School. So the challenge is actually a support structure to lead you into that experience. That's true. The thing is, you don't need to think, do I have to be married? Do I have to be single? Mm. Do I have to be in my 20s? Do I need to be in my 30s? We have women in the Supreme Love Project who are in their 20s. Our most senior members are 70, in their 70s. Aww. Doesn't matter. Oh, girl. It doesn't matter. Oh, like, it, it really doesn't make any difference because what we're doing is we're focusing on feminine consciousness. Yeah. We're focusing on the way that we're all socialized to be in relationship and really to take in an identity where you can be a leader in your life and your love story no matter what your relationship status is. So just come Beautiful. out. I like that whole concept of you can have yourself and the partnership too. It's that and consciousness that you were talking about mm, before. It, it doesn't have to be either or, you know, you don't have to sell your soul to get the love of your life and please don't. And you should never. It doesn't work as we've all realized <laughs> at some work. point or it another. Work. Yeah. That shit don't so, work. Yeah. I'm so excited also to be able to support women in understanding some of the twisted projects that we've actually been fed over the years that actually don't work, that are not true. You know, like you said, Kelsey, like you've got to be perfect to get love. Like you've got to um, be happy all the time to get love or you've got to be nice 
to get love, like you've got to be that good girl, all of those things, we can debunk it for you so that you can stop falling into the trap of creating a facade or a performative self in order to be in a relationship that's going to keep you going down the path mm -hmm. to perdition. So what we want to do, what we want to do, I'm using rhetoric -y professor words. So what <laughs> we want to do I love it. is we want to support women in getting out of those toxic pain patterns, um, getting into a deeply and loving relationship with yourself and God. We're very spiritual in SLP um, and really just getting more like grow your identity up, glow it up. Oh, I love it. Yes. Oh, Time wow. For a glow up. If you've been resonating with this information, with this message, with Janine, definitely go check out her programs, get enrolled, join a community, you guys. I know like firsthand from my self-love retreats that the number one thing that people get most out of it is like, oh, I didn't know that there's women just like me, you mm -hmm. know? And it's yeah. just like, oh, it's so healing just to share your stories and everyone has one that'll break your heart and, you know, just to love each other unconditionally. And then I'm just like, I know when I'm in those groups, I'm just wishing everyone could see themselves through the eyes of all the other participants, right? Because people are so loving towards each other, so supportive. I'm like, okay, just take in this information and make this your internal dialogue because this is true. You know, these people are seeing you through a lens of love and that's the truth. So I love it. I support your work. I think everything. I think you're wonderful. Thank uh, you so much for hanging out with us. Do you want to hang out for a little bit longer and get some like, I don't know, more casual, juicy stuff out of this episode on the Patreon. Sure. Yeah. You game? Let's do it. Okay. We're going to get some juicy stuff. I love that Lindsay's using that word now. You've been hanging out with me too much because you started It did to bother like, me. It still kind of does. <laughs> well, I'm getting through it. Juicy. We're getting through it. We're going to get juicy on the other side. We'll see you guys there. Have a great week. Until next time, make sure you subscribe. Give us Leave five a review. stars if you love the show. And share it with somebody who is on the struggle love bus to help them get off because yeah. that's kind of our goal for today's episode. So it's we love you guys. On the other side. Thank you for yes. having me. Yeah, thanks, Janine. Thanks for being here. Thanks for listening. We hope you love this episode. If you love High Vibe in it, become a part of our Patreon family. You can support the show, see the extended version of this episode, get bonus content, and access exclusive discounts. Head over to patreon.com slash high vibe to join. We have tons of perks waiting there for you, and we're always hanging out in there, so we hope to see you inside. Please feel free to share the show and help us spread the high vibes far and wide. And of course, don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss a thing. And if you feel inspired to leave a review, we always appreciate it. See you next week.